Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. brand name, like Pepsi, that's a brand name, I stand behind it, I guarantee it, they know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills, <laughs> what I'm right? talking about is, when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it Blue Magic, that is trademark infringement, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. y'all i'm here i know i took a brief hiatus but guess what if a motherfucker don't got nothing to talk about that is a cause for confusion or any truth to tell then i stay off air so today is tell the truth tuesday the first one in february that i've been on uh february 7 2017 also another reason i wasn't on is because i was supposed to be having surgery so that didn't happen. It had to get rescheduled. Nothing major, just some light work, and no, nothing cosmetic. Um, saving my coins. I don't need to do that just yet. So tonight's show is a long-awaited one, and I have Wood Gatlin on the show tonight. He's going to get on and tell you all his information, but if you're not familiar with him, he's responsible for the single most annoying word in bed, zaddy. Okay, so he's been an online sensation as well as YouTube posting maniac with his words of wisdom. And tonight I get them all to myself on the show. And we will talk as adults uncensored. And tonight's topics are, are you dating at your level? Is your sexual weight on or weight up? Any infamous other man or other woman realization? And it's going to be lit. So part of... um, what we're going to do tonight is basically just, you know, Wood and I have a really good um, vibe on air, you know what I mean? So it's the first time he's been on my show, so we're going to give him a warm welcome. But one of the songs that's actually going to fuel my night because I don't spill tea, I sip wine, is a Pusha T song because later on in the show we'll get to some other music that pertains to what's going on. But right now, because I'm in the vibe, I'm in the mood, and I didn't get to play this on my last show, and it is the thing that gets me going in the day because when I am in the gym, I am a notorious drug dealer. My name is is D. Scott, and this is what I listened to in the gym when I was going. Valentino Summers and Wave Runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious, it's ominous. Garage is the phantom, ghouls, ghosts, and goblins. Blonde mold, hawk the collection, I'm Dennis Rodman. The money count is the only moment of silence, cause hush money balances all this drugs and violence. Hat trick under my mattress, date I stop, steal, half an asterisk after it. After all, I can make a call. I can baptize a brick as I wash away my sins like a Catholic. Who the fucking master this a 
talent Children of a lesser God when your melanin's got a tint And I can't even mention what I sent or what I spent Cause my name in 18 wheelers is evidence I put my booze in them cruise collections Like the bitch A to Z on her shoe collection Take your pick, paid in full like 86 G's on my body The new Gucci has less monogram, God got him Let's he without sin cast the first stone So I built that all glass quad level first home Shatter all of your misconceptions, hold all of the missing weapons You thought I would miss my blessing, the ultimate misdirection Yeah! Your husband was a drug dealer. For 14 years, he sold crack cocaine. Uh. Federico Fellini in the flesh. Sergio Giacchini inside his mesh. Bitch, I've been bracking since the 80s. Google me, baby, you crazy. 89 in London pulling bins up. Type it in, Google's your friend, bruh. 14-year drug dealer and still counting. Who deserves the medal of freedom is my accountant. He been hula hooping through loopholes, working round shit. IRS should have had the townhouse surrounded. Thanks to the lawyers, ah, marbled the foyer, ah, tore the floor up, yeah, that's for the koi fish. We've been dining on oysters, ah, walk through the garage, just like multiple choices. I told him pull a Royce up, I'm getting ghosts. I'm hearing noises, I think it's the boys, but I've been banking the Deutschers. We got storefronts, we got employee stubs, we've been opening studios and 4040s up. The paper trail is gorgeous, cases we bury some before reasonable doubt drop. The jury hung, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. My tenure took me through Virginia. Ask Teddy Rally about me. Ask the Federalis about me. Try to build a cell around me. Snatch my nigga Emory up. Try to get him to tell about me. He told 12, give me 12. He told him to go to hell about me. Drug dealers anonymous. Y'all think Uber's the future. Our car's been autonomous. Mules move the drums. Take them to different spots. We just call the shots by simply moving our thumbs. I'ma cause some miracles with this shit Nothing real can be threatened Nothing unreal exists Fearing lies, the peace of God I always knew I was a prophet But I couldn't find a decent job Life made me ambidextrous Counting with my right, whipping white with my left wrist Damn, Daniel FBI keep bringing them all white vans through Not recently, but when I go back, that's the first song I'm going to listen to. So I think we have our Wood, our beloved Wood on the line. Let's see if this is him. Caller from the 281, are you there? Absolutely. Hey, love, how are you this evening? Hey, darling, how are you? Now, first things first, I want you to introduce yourself to the people and tell them where they can find you, all your links and all that good stuff. Let them know. All right. So I'm the notorious W-O-O-D Wood. Uh, you can find me anywhere with the hashtag Zaddy Talk, Z-A-D-D-Y-T-A-L-K. Or you can also find me on any social media at Viva Woodlife. That's B-I-B-A-W-O-O-D. 
L-I-S-E. Okay. So we got that down and set. So let me tell you how I stumbled across you on the Internet. So there's, you know, there's a lot of things that are like suggested posts, so sometimes I'm on the Explorer page. So I'm not as vocal as you are online because I'm I'm really like an assassin, so I like for people to underestimate me. And then I'm like, yeah, well, I'm 178 episodes in. I've been online for two years on a radio show. I, I do this, I do that. <laughs> so I came across one of your posts, and it was the one that um, if he if he won't commit, that if she won't commit, then maybe you ain't shit or something like that, what you were talking about, why men don't commit. And so one of the plights that I have being a black female, minority female, is that I feel like black men and women, we don't talk. We don't. We're either in a relationship, you trying to get some pussy, or I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, or a woman's trying to get some dollars. So everybody's on their best behavior. They send the representative on dates. You understand what I'm saying? So we're really not getting to know what hurts you, what pains you, what's your childhood like. You know, I found out uh, one of the guys that I was dating grew up in a trailer park. I didn't even know black people lived in trailer parks. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, whoa, we got a whole nother set of goddamn issues going on. And they were black. Like, mama was black, the whole situation. So I am a huge advocate of mental health. And any of your fans that are listening to my show, I can be found on Instagram at miss.d.scott. You can also use the hashtag zero, the number zero, F-U-X, or Zero Fucks Nation, Team Zero Fucks. I own all that, too. Um, But I always talk about women being women. And so unfortunately, I can do my job. It's just that we're not connecting as a community and as a whole. Like, so I know that there are couples that are still getting married and there's still hope, but I'm, you know, in my 40s now. So I'm past that whole stroll stage, which I write about in, you know, one of my books, just in case y'all didn't know, I've written six books and co-authored, edited, ghostwritten. I'm on my seventh book now. I just came back from Boston, so I was grateful that I was able to catch you, you know, when I did back in town. But my books are available on Amazon and Kindle, but most notably, uh, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle, written by D. Scott. So that's my pen name. Um, and in that book, I talk about the infamous whole stroll. And it is the period in life, male and female. For men, we call it the rite of passage. For females, we call it, you know, just being a hoe. You know, you on your stroll. Don't mean you were a hoe. It just means you was on a stroll. You was out there with, you know, some other perhaps wholeness activities. So if those, two, if those things don't happen before your marriage, they're going to happen during the marriage. Okay, if those things don't happen before your relationship, it's going to happen during the relationship. So we often give black men this, oh, my God, he cheated on me so many times. Okay, but he was 22. You know what I'm saying? Like he was supposed to be out, you know, doing this or doing that. Maybe he wasn't supposed to be committed. And so I come from the old school, you know, where straight like that, a man will just tell you straight up, look, shoddy, you know, I'm dealing with you. And I'm dealing with this one over here. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to hold you, especially now in the day of AIDS. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I like you, so I'm going to date you. She ain't got nothing to do with you. You ain't got nothing to do with her. And a player let a woman choose, right? Nowadays, you got these cats out here lying, which brings me to the first topic we're going to talk about is the other man, the other woman situation. You know what I'm saying? Now, going into the conversation, have you ever been the other man? So the question is, have I ever been the other man? <clears throat> Let's be very Correct. blunt about it. You damn. Right. <laughs> uh, Wait, I say it the, again. You blacked out. Yeah, you damn right. I've been the other man before. I was the maintenance man. I was the cleanup hitter. Mm-hmm. I was the, the plumber. The storm. 
in my in my younger days, I was the uh, the strapping young buck to come through and handle that business. Um, you know, and, and as I got a little older, you know, I was I was the uh, I, I, I was the, uh, the 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 victor and the the renovator of, of of confined sexuality for many women. So I'm not gonna lie, I'm honest about my shit. So I I played right. the other man many times. Now, one thing about that is that did you keep it all in perspective, in all honesty, being the other man by saying, this is a woman I cannot wife, you know, because if she would do that to me, she would do it to, if she would do it to him, she would do it to me. Did you have, did that ever come across your mind? So absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it's rule, it's rules to it. If you're going to be the other person. There it is. Say it again. Say it again aloud. It's rules to it. Yeah, it's rules to the shit. So if you're going to be the other person, then it's, it's a way that that's handled. And you, you, there, there are rules to it, and there's lines that should or shouldn't be crossed. Number one, mm-hmm. I don't recommend it for everybody. I think most of us, if we're honest, we've done it before. But if I came in as the secondary person at a particular point in the relationship, I had zero desire to play that main role. Cause just the way that I came in is how it's going to be done. You know, in the South, they got to how you start, how you're going to finish, period. In the story, and that's true. Every and how you get time. them is how you lose them. So, absolutely, how you get them is how you lose them. I couldn't believe, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And you know, I think a problem, you know, is people people want to front, right? They want to think, oh, well, the other person was just so bad. That's why the person's with me, and I bring all this extra. That's not necessarily the case. Sometimes I'm agree. You dig what I mean? Or you say it again. It's greed. Say it again. And selfishness. Yeah, and selfishness. You know what I mean? And, and, and greed. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I played that role, it worked for me because I didn't want the responsibility that came with maintaining a whole relationship. You know, oh, my God. Say it again because then I'm going to get to my to my, my story. But say it again. You didn't want the responsibility, yeah. right, because it's not your job, okay. right, to do it's certain things. You know, my job is to come in and do X, period. That's right. right. That. Maybe Y <laughs> or A, B, and C, but not the whole alphabet. Keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it made it crisp and it made it clear for me, particularly at that time in life, it was busier than now. So I have a lot of time for that. So what I wanted was a crisp and clear cut, this is what the hell it is. And once the rules are set, somebody else, because it's a break in the rules, well, now we know what the agreement was, right? But I, That's right. We have to go back to the original contract. Exactly. You know, the, the two doesn't become the one. That's just not how mathematics works. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work that way. The, now, what y'all don't know is that this is a completely unscripted show. We have not swapped stories about this. He doesn't know what I'm getting ready to say. I didn't know what he was getting ready to say. So let me tell you about a situation that, that happened to me. So, you know, I believe that black people, we don't date. I believe that we jump into relationships, and I'm I'm guilty of that too because I'm like, nah, you fuck with me, you stuck with me. We have sex, we go together, that's it. Because I'm not, that's why I don't have a high body count because I'm not going to be sitting up here putting my mouth, you know, doing all this nasty crazy shit, and then you, you know what I'm saying, you out there doing other stuff. I, you know, I'm not no, I'm not into the sucker shit. I might take you out, you know what I'm saying, like in front of your house <laughs> on camera. Yeah. I don't care. So. And I'm not kidding. Like, I'm really, I'm sick. Something wrong with me. So for me, and what's mine is mine. Now, I'm not a cheater. So I, you know, believe that men are on some sucker shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't you just tell a woman, you know what? You're not sucking my dick properly. You're not what I want anymore. 
I don't like you, or be nice about the shit. Listen, if you don't do this, this, and this, I'm feeling, you know, or I'm feeling unloved. Do it however you want. Tell the broad the truth so that at least she don't go into the situation saying she didn't know. There's a lot of people, and I have one of the girls that I'm in a group, and I don't want to say her name, but I feel really bad for her. Like, it's so bad, I'd be like, yo, let me get on a plane and brick this bitch that did this to you. Because her husband never told her he was unhappy. Never Mm. told her he was unhappy. He just went to the fucking left. And she ain't know what happened. Hold up. Not just to the left. He went all the way left and around the corner with her best friend. Everybody would have had to get laid down that day. Everybody. And then they they had a nerve. I think they got married or something like some craziness. I was like, girl, you listen, you know, because that hurts me. So, again, I'm from an era, our era, where Kat, listen, I remember when I was younger, Kat straight up told me, that's my girlfriend. I ain't leaving her. That's it. Now, I see that you poor as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You need some college tuition paid. You need this. You need that. And that's how it went, okay, back in the 90s. These cats these days, these little girls don't want nothing. So they just happy to be on a Snapchat with you or, or smoke some weed with you, which I don't do that. So you're going to have to come with something else. They're happy to be eating a piece of shrimp because they, they don't know no better. You know what I'm saying? So for me, and they call them here thought boxes. So my situation started, I was dealing with this guy off and on for about, give or take, a year. But when I say off and on, I'm talking about I always checked in on him. We always had a real good chemistry from day one. It started out as, you know, we were going to do business together. That didn't happen because I didn't open up my store in the mall. And then um, it turned into a situation where, like, you know what, after one year, because he's younger than me. He was several Mm -hmm. years younger than me, more than five years younger than me. And so, you know, of course, I have a rule, and a lot of people don't understand this. I don't bring dudes to my house. If I'm not coming to your house, you're not coming to my house. I have a son, so you're not going to be around my son, like, laying up, you know, in our space. It's just it's not going to go down. So I don't know what you need to do, but you can't come over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you meet him, it'll be in passing, like, at the store. So a year goes by. I said, you know what, let's go out of town real quick, a little hour and a half drive away. And let's talk about trying to make things serious. Now, I hadn't been with anybody. I was just, you know, busy going through something mentally, whatever, whatever. So this is somebody that would call me and be like, hey, get up, let's go eat lunch. Hey, get up, let's go do this. So it was pulling me out of the house, which was, you know, for me, breaking my depression. Right. So September, this depression situation happens. Hmm? I said depression is real. Right, you know, so somebody that's, you know, when you in the house and you single, and I, for the record, 100% of the time I do long-distance relationships. This is the first relationship that was in town for me. So, mm. you know, fond of the guy, nice looking, you know, great ambition. We meshed well business-wise. His face would light up when he talked about business. But the motherfucking side effects started coming out. So I was really paying more closer attention to that. Many conversations we would have about if you're seeing somebody, da 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 no, 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 okay? So fast forward to December. His birthday, you know, was coming, whatever, and I'm like, yo, you know, we things are happening, everything's good. I've spent almost every single day with him for the past several months. Sex game, we, mm. I mean, it's off the chain, we're doing everything. And so I'm like, yo, why I can't never go to your house? Now, you know, for me, that's a huge red flag. Any what? motherfucker that's talking to you in the garage all the time or that's talking to you in the grocery store or the gym all the time, he ain't never in bed or, oh, I just got out the shower, it's a problem. So it was, it was only a matter of time before the shit came out. Hmm? Wait, pause, pause, pause. How often were you seeing this cat? Every single freaking day. <laughs> every day. Every single day. And you couldn't come mm-hmm. to the crib? No, he can't come to my house. Mm-mm. 
Okay, okay, okay. And I can't okay. go to his crib, right? We eating out and, every single and, day. And, and, and for the record, just let me interrupt. There are, I don't know, probably hundreds of women listening right now because I'm live streaming it uh, on my live page. So everybody's tuning go, in. Go, hey, girls. Hi. <laughs> She's a character. This is going to be a very raw show, I'm telling you. We're getting into it's going to be well, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want to make sure we acknowledge my angels that were listening. Yeah, so every day we eating out. This wasn't no broke cat. This is not somebody that's taking me to the Popeyes. Right. No, we eating out every day. We together every single day. I'm wearing that down three times a day, every day, okay? <laughs> so at some point I'm like, yo, no, for real, I was, be- I was beating that thing down, okay? Because I went from not being in a relationship or being with anybody for over a year. Okay, so when I got some, I was like, yes, I'm about to tear this thing down. And he's younger. Oh, wait, real quick. What? So you say you was tearing it down three times a day? Absolutely. And he'll he'll attest to it, too. He'll tell you the truth. Okay, okay. We can have another show about it. I'll tell him how to do it. I'll tell the girls how to how to get that done because a lot of women say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that. Listen, if you've seen him, you would understand. You know, he wanted them, you know, you know, one of them types. But for me, I can't sleep with somebody I'm not attracted to anyway. So yeah, he might be yeah. ugly to you, but he's not ugly to me. This one's not ugly at all. But I'm just saying, like, there's no way. Like, I can't be in the same room with him. Like, we're always touching. We're very close, okay? Chemistry off okay. the chain. But let's be clear, we waited, I think it was seven months, before any sexual contact in the first place. Okay? Mm. So there was no, that's not, you understand what I'm saying? Trust and believe me. Yeah. It didn't have to be that long. It's just that we were developing the friendship, and, you know what I'm saying, we had such a good time. It just, it really honestly never came up. But when it did, it was like Pandora's box open. I was beating the brakes off him every day. So, because I ain't had none, so I'm like ravenous. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yes, we finna, and he, I don't got to tell him nothing. Everything is straight. It's just the bodies was molding. It wasn't nothing but the devil. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> At one point, it was. I'm, a, I'm, you know, succubus and incubus finally met. That's what happened, and it was terrible. So um, it's wonderful. Everything's great. And then at some point, you know what I'm saying, we start exchanging, you know, the feelings and everything that gets involved when you're sleeping with somebody every day, all the time. I mean, from the time I wake up, going to the gym together, doing this together, doing that together, like everything, every day, Okay. Thanksgiving at the crib. So, you know, that telltale sign like, oh, Thanksgiving, he, you know, he got the plate. He ate it outside, but he got a plate. So nobody's cooking for you. He can't possibly have a girlfriend. So I was like, you know, what's the reason, you know, I can't come to the crib? You know what I'm saying? Because either you live with your mama, which if you do, that's cool, which he don't. And he owns a building. He's a businessman. So he's like, listen, it's a lot of people. Ladies don't fall for this shit. It's a lot of people trying to, you know, get at me or whatever, whatever. So if I'm in danger, you in danger. So I'd just rather do it this way, whatever, whatever. He said, well, why can't I come to your house? I said, because another Negro bought it. That's why. I'm going to keep it straight like that. Okay? And I don't care if the house was bought in 1987. I don't care what it was. I don't do shit like that. Okay? So now I'm in the process of purchasing something else. So now, you know, I'm at my parents' house an awful lot. My son is over there all the time while I'm in and out of town going to work, whatever, whatever. And you can't come in my mama's house. That's paid off, too. You can't come in my mama's house. We don't know you like that. You know what I'm saying? You're not family. So at the end of the day, the house situation gets dissolved. We're sitting at lunch one day. We had just came from picking out long rifles, you know, to go in the woods and hunt whatever for my son for Christmas. 
And um, mm-hmm. something over the table came up. We're eating Thai food. And he was like, you know. And, and let me say something, ladies. Like, sometimes when they play, they're not really fucking playing. Like, when he said, like, oh, you know, I used to always want to have two wives. I'm like, oh, you just must want to get your ass whipped two times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't afford it. People that do stuff like that that live in Utah, they're giving whole houses to all five-a-day wives, all five-a-day wives driving Lexus trucks. You can't afford it. You can't even afford, you know what I'm saying, two girlfriends, one girlfriend, more or less two. So I used to just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? So it comes out. Now, mind you, his birthday is two weeks later. Now, I done planned a trip to go to Florida because I'm thinking this is my dude. You know, I want to show him something nice. He's been neglected. I could tell nobody give a fuck about him but me and his mama. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, whatever, right? So hold I plan a trip to Florida now. He don't know this. Hold up, DC. You're taking hmm? him to Florida? You're taking mm-hmm. him to Florida? Yes, let's be clear. Okay. I'm taking him to Florida, and I'm going to tell you why. First okay. of all, you know, for me to travel during the holidays, for me, is a sign of, you know, at the end of the year I did well with my businesses or with my job or whatever, whatever. Typically I go to New York City with my son. My son was in school strong at that time, keeping up the, you know, the honor roll and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to pull him out of school to go to this. Actually, my son and I on one of our trips were in Humans of New York. So that's actually a book where Brandon Staten comes and he takes photos. So I'm the mother with the blonde hair and the ball on top of her head with the little boy that said, um, I live in a world where people are constantly trying to tell my son what to think. And then the guy says, well, how do you combat that? And I said, travel and tell the truth. So that was me and my son on one of our trips right before Christmas. So this year I said, you know what? I need a little bit of sun. I bet you this dude ain't never had a female change the weather for him. Right. Cause I'm all about the pimpness. I'm all about the old school. I'm all about this. Is my dude, right. hundred percent. This is my dude. No way. You can't tell me nothing about him. So I booked the tickets, and it was cheap. You know what I'm saying? We're in upstate New York by Canada. You know, we have direct flights that go there. And so he's he's cultured in some things, but in some things not. Me, I travel like it's nothing. So I booked the tickets, booked the resort, booked the rental car, all that. Booked the place to eat. He likes calamari. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just take him out of town just to take him to dinner. Now, let's be clear. I was going to take him to Miami just to take him to eat at Gianni's at the Versace restaurant because he was in Versace from head to toe. We went down there, dropped four grand at the Versace store, you know, out in uh, out in Toronto, for the for the shirt, the boots, whatever, whatever. Yes, he did drop four grand. So we ain't dealing no broke cat either. So he doesn't know that we're going to Florida, right? So I said, all right. So and 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 it cost me as much as it would have cost a gift because remember his birthday is the week before you know Christmas. So it's like okay, well, we'll just combine it. So. We had lunch, and he tells me, like, remember how I said, whatever, whatever, this is two weeks before the trip. I'd already booked it after Thanksgiving when I'm confirming that you ain't got no broad because, you know, you was with us. And he says, um, you know. He was with you. Hmm? So you're seeing him every day. You're knocking him down three times a day. Mm -hmm. He had spent the holiday with you? Pretty much, yeah. Was at the crib the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Went to a sister house. I went over there. I'm chilling with the sister. Me, me, him, me, him, and the sister just got back from Boston celebrating their birthday. You see what I'm saying? Okay, wait, wait, wait. So I'm gonna get to that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. Like I'm going to the the nephews wrestling matches the whole nine. They're, I'm in everywhere with this cat. Everywhere. So, but one thing about me, I don't put my dudes on the internet. You might see a hand, a neck. You know what I'm saying? But if it's my prized possession, I keep it to myself. And that's something that a lot of women don't do. If you see me posting pictures of my dude, it's likely that's not my dude anymore. 
you know what I'm saying, it's community property now. So let's be clear about that. So on this day, December 3rd, I'll never forget it, he tells me, well, you know, I've been in a relationship for going on eight years. What the fuck are you talking about? Where? Does she live in town? Yeah, I live with her. Yo, it took everything in me to not come up over the table. So I'm just trying to figure out how. You don't go home at night. I'm not understanding. Then I realized she was a little bit younger than him, still almost 30. Now, let's be clear. You know, he's like, she's young. No, 29 ain't young, motherfucker. She old enough to know. Like, So now we finding out that she's tearing up his shit, tearing up Mercedes Benz's and Lexus's. Yeah, motherfucker, because she knows something wrong. Right? But here's my issue. My issue is wait, 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 wait. you got – go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Hmm. Wait a minute. Let me just get my head together. So you're saying three times a day. Uh huh. No matter what you do, if the man gonna cheat, he gonna cheat. You could be a hundred percent all woman. No matter what you do, that's the man's choice, and ain't got nothing to do with you. Let me say oh, that. He's he's been in a relationship with somebody for eight years. Almost eight years, absolutely. Mhm. Living with her, and had a whole relationship with me going on. We live 30 minutes apart, so it's not, I mean, she technically does live in another town, but it's like the next town over. Like, we're in the malls all the time, we're everywhere all the time, he's at my job all the time, very public place, you know, so it's not like, you know what I'm saying, it can happen. So now I'm feeling disgusting, I'm like, oh my God, I have to go to the doctor's. <laughs> Make sure you ain't giving no, you know what I'm saying, no type of issue, like whatever, whatever, what the fuck are you talking about? And now it's making sense why you're telling me all these hypothetical situations and questions because now you're claiming, oh, you know what I'm saying, what would you do if a girl was only having sex with her guy three times in a month? And I'm like, well, I would probably think she was having sex with somebody else or she just ain't fucking with you. You're not that dude. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if, if that's my dude, let me tell you something, when I was married, I still slept with my husband all the way up until the divorce because I found him to still be attractive. Now, it was only after the divorce that he became disgusting and just ugly to me because it's like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I got to be able to look at you. So money ain't going to do it for me. I got to be able to look at you. I have to think about the future children. You understand what I'm saying? And then I got to figure out what that mouth do. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm stuck. We send up here exchanging I love yous and shit like that, whether it was real or not. We send up here exchanging that. I'm not walking away from the situation because now I'm invested financially a little bit, a little something. So I'm not going to go to Florida because you got somebody. So I said, all right, you know what? Give me a minute to process this because I can't believe you're a motherfucking liar. And then we're going to see what's going on. But from that point on, I believe that the clock started ticking. Because I, I don't play second fiddle to nobody. But let me be clear about something else to the women. Almost 100% of us is sharing men and don't even know. You think that little girl knew that she he, she was sharing a man with a female that's writing books and doing all this other stuff? Nah, she thinks he's only capable of getting hood rats. Right, but me and him came at a different level, right? So I don't never underestimate these cats. I don't never estimate the man that I'm with ever, and think that it's not a chick out there that's gonna do what I don't do, okay? So now we find out. Oh, you know, New Year's Eve. Apparently, she moved out, right? Now he was with me New Year's Eve, okay? At my job, with me New Year's Eve, sun up, sun down, same thing, okay? Christmas, same thing. Was out of town with me for his birthday, same thing. How, Sway? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it was like, I felt like, I don't, I'm, I can't even, I don't even know 
what the hell's going on. So now I'm like, is he lying? Like, this doesn't make sense, right? So I just I started becoming unattracted. Then he started, you know, acting out, doing things or whatever, whatever. So already the time was ticking from the time that he told me that because I just I don't have to talk to you. I could be 175 years old in a red wheelchair with a wig on, and I'm not going to have to deal with that type of shit. I'm not. So, But I tolerated it just for a little bit longer just because I'm like, okay, well, let me get him through the holidays because I knew it was going to be a difficult time for him. And I'm having fun. I'm doing what I want to do. And number two, he wasn't married. Marriage, shut it down. It would have been done, burnt the house down, the whole nine yards. So now my situation is, like, who was really the girlfriend then? Like, at this point, like, it, and like you said, it goes back to the original law. You paying her mortgage, not mine, bro. I don't have a mortgage, okay? Take your ass home. You paying half of her shit, take your ass home, okay? So, yeah, I appreciate the dick and shrimp, but nah. Hey, <laughs> question. Hold on. So, mm-hmm. where was this happening at? Because you wouldn't let him in your crib. And you oh, we're going to sweets every single day. Every day, sweets. Jacuzzi sweets, to be exact. So, that's the same thing. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to feel like a little bit of a prostitute. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, you know, this, this, and this. I'm like, but you can't come to my house. You know, that's against the rules. So, then after this shit was found out, I shut, you know, that shit down. I was like, look, I'm not going to be, you know what I'm saying, doing this for too much longer because I don't I don't have to. I said normal relationships, I'm at the crib, I'm cooking, you know, so he's like, you know how much money I spent? I'm talking about racks every month. You know how much money I spent on you? Nah, you spent them racks because that was the fuck you were supposed to do because at the end of the day, I can't come to your house and cook a meal. So it is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? So. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, people got to understand, like, where was it happening? Yeah, it's cats out there that got money that will drop that money for the hotel every single day. Not the motel, the hotel. And I don't okay, want you around so my kid anyway. So most of my escapades were happening out of town when I was with the one dude I was with off and on for 10 years. So I would go out of town, you know what I mean, to be with my beloved or whatever. So any other questions? So, okay. So let's... Let's put this together. So so now you've had this conversation. In the conversation, he tells you that he's been with somebody for eight, nine years. Now, while you're processing no, seven fact, to eight years, yeah. Seven to eight years. Now, while you're processing the fact that he's been with somebody for seven to eight years, you are also processing the fact that you see him every day, knocking him down two, three times a day. Y'all all over mm-hmm. everywhere. It's close. Everybody knows about us He's been on the internet with me Like everything Yeah you know you can go on my page and see him I didn't know but go ahead We at Vineyard we doing all types of shit Oh yeah Okay. So so take us to the point When that happens Where he tells you this What happened What happened I just was like Mm -hmm. it's time to fucking go you know, I said, like, let me process this because I had already spent the money for us to go to Florida. Now, I'm typically the type of broad that's like, man, fuck that money. I'm going to take the L, whatever, whatever. But at this point, I'm just like, this can't be true. Like, I'm like, nah, because remember, this just happened within the last 60 days. We're no longer, but I'm just saying, this just happened within the last 60 days. So at some point, I was like, well, you know, maybe I could tolerate it for a minute. But then the pimp in me, the nigger in me was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. So every time he would say something, I'd be like, take your ass home to your girlfriend. 
Y'all need to work that shit out. Because what a lot of women don't understand is that when you are the other woman and you know about it. See, this wasn't a situation where I went in and was like, I'm going to try to steal. I ain't trying to steal your nothing. Keep him. You understand what I'm saying? But for me, I felt like, okay, I can't differentiate who is who. So why am I doing your job? If you still claiming this broad, let her do her fucking job. Let her suck your dick every fucking day. Let her do what she's going to do. And and you can continue to do what you do because what women don't understand is that when you're that third person in the relationship, it's three of y'all in a relationship, you making this broad's job easy. Nah, bitch, work. No. You understand what I'm saying? Do your job. because it, and, and listen, it doesn't matter whether she was doing her job every single day. If he wanted to cheat, he was going to cheat. Because what I didn't know was that for two years prior to me even meeting him, he was like, I always wanted you. I used to always see you jogging and this, this, and this, and that's your job. So this was a situation where it was a fantasy situation for him. So he was going to do it anyway. He's, I was like, well, why so didn't you, you just tell me up front? So you was hmm? a trophy kill. So I'm sorry? You were a trophy kill. He'd been plotting on, he'd been plotting okay. that for a minute. So he'd been plotting right. I had no idea he even existed in life. <laughs> Uh, I went to him on a business uh, venture because he used to own a store. So I went Mm. to him on business, and then I was like, oh, he's cute, you know, whatever, whatever, and so on and so forth. So then when when you hear somebody has a crush on you from before, you're like, really? I've never seen you in my life. But okay. But I was dealing with somebody for years and years and years. So it's like when you're in a mode where, like, when a woman is really faithful to somebody, she don't see nobody else. So I, I wouldn't have seen him coming to my job all the time or whatever, whatever, or even around me because I don't, you know what I mean? I don't pay attention when I'm in relationships. So after the situation happened, you know, every single day I'm throwing it up in his face. Okay, go home then. You know what I'm saying? You need this done, go home. And then I started seeing that another issue that we have is I said I could tell that, you know, and I'm not talking bad about her because I don't know the girl. She's still to this day. And then there, there was another issue that I'm not going to talk about on air. So it, it had gotten extremely serious and extremely bad in a situation. And I don't, you know, want to bring that up because then that's against her. I don't know the girl. I don't give a damn. long as she don't come to me as a woman, we good. If she come to me as a woman, I'm going to come with these hands. So, well, you know, because I don't play that shit. Talk, Check your dude. Talk, talk. Please. Um just let me just let me interrupt for a second and say I don't know mm-hmm. who came up with this. I'm coming to you as a woman or a dude telling of a dude. I'm coming to you as a man, but that is the funniest shit ever. Like I don't even understand it. Like you know, hey Barbara. Yeah, you must want to fight. <laughs> like you want me to slap you down? That's you crazy? You know what I'm saying? Like girl, and you know what's crazy? I'm gonna tell you something that's crazy because I want to confirm to women something. Over the summer, okay, I want to confirm to women something. Over the summertime, before him and I had got serious, we were just dating, hanging out. In, like, July, I had just came back from Vegas. I get a phone call. And first it was the plan on the phone. Then it was, you know, a text message. Hey, this is so-and-so hit me back. Now, one thing about me, I'm real big on energy. So it was nothing but female energy all over the text message. And this particular dude wouldn't have texted me like that. He would have never said his name in the text like that. He would have not, you know, he don't speak like that, you know. So I'd have ignored it, whatever, because that's not my dude. So I'm, this is the summertime. Yo, she actually called me over the summer and was like, do you know so-and-so? And I said, well, obviously I do because you're calling my phone. Now, ain't this crazy? So he says, uh, she says, uh, and I'm like, well, hold up. You're asking me to identify myself. You haven't identified who you are. She wouldn't say who she was. 
so when I asked him about it, I'm like, yo, if you don't keep, and I stopped talking to him then. I was like, yo, if you don't keep these broads out of my phone, like, yo, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? And I'm laughing because we weren't even together. We weren't even kicking it like that. So I'm thinking it's funny, like, yo, keep your little broads to that side. You understand what I'm saying? Sure enough, it was her. You see what I'm saying? So whatever your suspicions are, are 100% of the time, you are right, women. Just know that. Okay, because she was looking at the length of conversations that him and I would have over the phone, right? And then he said, I said, well, didn't she, like, punch you in the face, like, something? He was like, nah. She asked me one time, and then I answered the question, and that was it. So sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Hmm? Let me ask you a question. So let's Mm -hmm. let's get down. Let's let's dial back. Okay, so so clearly between you and he, there's chemistry there, there's, there's good sex, whatever, whatever. Apparently, mm-hmm. you know, he has no problem spending bread or whatever. That's reciprocity. No, not at all. And then, he, and then he's maintaining this other relationship or situation or, or whatever it is. Okay, cool. Got that. So at the time, what I want to ask you No, is, they broke up New Year's Eve, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so at the time that you know that it's somebody. So you, first you didn't know that it was, it was you, you. That's your only person. Did he once you find Correct. That's why I was going to Florida. Got you. So once you find out that you're not the only person, does a competitive streak take over in you? Are you lashing out because you feel some type of way? Like no, nah, I'm lashing out. You're lashing out. Okay. Okay. So are you? Lashing I'm lashing out? out, but I'm also let me say this. I'm also a hedonist, so I'm also going to do whatever it is I want to do because I feel like doing it. So one thing okay. about me, I don't cold turkey situations unless I'm truly done. So I don't get into these whole, like, don't ever talk to me again unless I really mean it. You understand what I'm saying? Because I feel like as women, we'll cold turkey a situation and then run into the motherfucker in the, in the airport and now we're pregnant. You see what I'm saying? No, if I cold turkey you, don't speak to me in the street. Sometimes I don't. You know what I'm saying? I act like I've never seen you before, like your face was never nowhere on my unmentionables. That's how I go. So that's what I'm saying. Like me, I get... I put up with it until I get sick and tired of getting sick and tired. So the minute that he told me that, the time was already ticking. We already exchanging I love yous. I done already, you know, spent bread. You know what I'm saying? He spent a bread. I spent a little bit of bread. I'm already invested. He done met my stepdad. You know what I'm saying? I've been around my kid in passing, like, you know, at dinner or whatever, whatever. So, you know, we celebrate birthdays. It got, like, it's too much. So at this point, it's like, okay, I can't tell my kid that the Negro died. You know, because this is the first man that's really been around him, uh, perhaps since his father. You understand what I'm saying? I don't do that. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, it was a situation that was like, okay, well, you know what, Denise? Continue on until you can't take it anymore, which we knew that wasn't going to be but for 10 minutes. So we get through the holidays, get through Christmas. I helped him out with some legal stuff that he was dealing with, you know. And then um, let me see, New Year's Eve happens. The girl moves out of the house. Okay, so he says. Now, y'all know I know where he lives. Let me just put that out there. Yeah. Mm. Just because I ain't been to the house don't mean I don't know where the motherfucker lives. That that was a necessity. You know where I live, so I know where you live, too. And you know how I found out? Because when she called my phone, I had my people skip trace the number, doo-doo-doo, and that's what comes up. That's why you shouldn't call people's phones <laughs> unless you're really about that life. So anyway... Long story short, you know, 
every day it was just a situation where I felt like because he knew that I knew about this, this, this situation and he felt like I accepted it. No, 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 I never accepted it. What I said was when the moment I stop having fun with it, I'm done with it. So now I see like every day he's saying like, well, I told him how it was going to go because I've been young and I've been in a long-term relationship. I said, listen, I should just let you go because at this point you need to mourn the death of that relationship. That's some real G shit. I said, so maybe when you finish, you and I can come back. I'm not leaving. I ain't going nowhere. And that's what happens when you sleep with Negroes three times a day. They they won't leave. They'd be like, nope, 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 I'm not going. So, and he's comfortable. <laughs> so, D, hold on. Let's, let's pause there for a second. It's, it's a lot of comments and a lot of questions coming on this side. <laughs> they like, what the hell? Go on, give them to me. <laughs> That's literally what they're saying. So let me let me um let's, let me see. Somebody just said add. I feel bad for the girl uh, from the woman's side because she still has no idea I exist. I know she knows there's somebody and she moved out the house. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. But they're young. They're at that age. They don't want to let the situation go. But if she knew what he did, she wouldn't hang on. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure on that. They both looking for a reason. But go ahead, hit me with a question. So, so the number one. There's a shit ton of them, but the number one question is once you couldn't go to his crib and you all were going to hotels every day, why wasn't that your red flag? Oh, because it happened over a span of 30 days. Remember, y'all look at the timeline. So we going back and forth kicking it. I didn't sleep with him until like seven, eight months into the situation. So that was understandable. That was normal. So September, we, you know, we out of town, whatever. October, we took hiatus. November, we got together. So for 30 days, this literally only happened for 30 days. For me, this is normal because you can't come to my motherfucking house either. So it wasn't a red flag, but when we're sitting there having a conversation 30 days later, because literally I found out December 3rd, we just got serious in November, okay? A month later Mm -hmm. is when we were sitting at lunch, and I started prodding him on it like, yeah, you know, what happened, why this, 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 and this. So this ain't no, you know, dumb broad situation where it was like nine months of this going on. No, we had only just got serious. We were off and on for like nine months. That doesn't, just because I was dating somebody doesn't mean I was sleeping with them. The sex didn't start happening until seven, eight months into the situation, and it wasn't frequent. It was just like, oh, you know, I like him, whatever, whatever. It got serious in November, from November to December 3rd, every single day. From December 3rd to um, January 1st became more infrequent. When she moved out on New Year's Eve, it's it's completely done now, but what I'm saying is you're talking about a 90-day period from the time I found out. No, December, January, no, 60-day period from the time I found out. Okay, so from the time you found out to the time that it mm-hmm. ended, how long was that, and what, what did it take to cut it off? Not Literally, it was 60 you... days. So I found out December 3rd. We just got back from Boston celebrating his sister's birthday because, again, money was involved, and that was that. You know, I said, listen, I can't, you understand what I'm saying? I can't deal with this. I said, because at the end of the day, who I am as a person is not allowing me to do this. Now, let me be clear. This ain't no sisterhood type shit because then nobody give a damn when they were sleeping with my husband. They're not married. Okay. So if you don't do my eyebrows or bag my groceries at Walmart, I don't care about your boyfriend. If I know you or if I know that you have a boyfriend and he try to holler and we're not friends, that's different. I don't know this girl. For all I know, she don't exist. I've never seen her. I don't. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what she looked like and vice versa. So I don't feel bad on that tip. I feel bad on the tip that she doesn't understand 
the type of man that she's dealing with, you know what I'm saying, had a full-blown whole relationship with somebody else. You understand what I'm saying? Nasty. You know what I'm saying? Out of town with them. We done been in and out of town three times. So So let let me ask you, somebody else, um, Mm -hmm. Mr. Murphy asked, or she made a statement as to revenge thing. So at this particular point, is there is there an emotional piece? For revenge? Who am I having revenge to? I don't know the little girl. I know. Against him, maybe. Do you want, do you want revenge um, against What him? do you mean I have revenge against him? No, the best revenge with him is just leaving him the fuck alone and just c- continuing doing what I do and just being happy. That's that's any man's best. Any revenge that you want to have against a man is not being with the next man. It's totally moving on in life, smiling, getting your paper, and then having them try to figure out who's loving you better than them. That's the best revenge. So for me, I've always done it. I ain't never went backwards in men. But let me be clear. Like I said, before anybody pass judgment on me, you better make sure you know where yours is every night. Because guess what? She's living in a house with a dude that wasn't coming home. You understand what I'm saying? She's living in a house with a dude that if he was out with her, they wouldn't be able to identify her as the girlfriend or me. That's a, This is a little bit of a different situation because if it was a situation where he was, like, creeping or it was like, oh, I'm only calling you at this time, I'd have been like, dude, you understand what I'm saying? Because I'm quick to point it out. But for me, I'm just like, no, this don't make sense. So we can't use the old adage of wherever he is on the holidays or wherever he spends his birthday with or whoever he's with on Valentine's Day. We can't use that anymore. These cats out here is is, is trifling. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's not a revenge thing, and it's not revenge against him. It's the fact that when you have feelings, how come now all of a sudden my feelings are invalid because I was tricked? Like I told him, I said, I feel bad that you as a man felt that you couldn't get me on your own merit when you were free and single. You know, we ain't talking about no relationship with no girl that you just met six months ago. You've been with this broad for years. I, I be telling him all the time, like, you, I, listen, from the moment I found out, I was like, go home, get married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all go have some kids. You know what I'm saying? So me Leave me alone. You know what I mean? So for a woman, so for a woman that finds herself in a situation where she is involved, not only involved, has feelings for somebody <clears throat> who is in an active relationship with someone else, whether they're red flags or not, and she ignored them, doesn't matter. But a woman who who finds herself in a situation where she's found this information out, but she has very serious and very real and very tangible feelings for this other person. What, do you, what, what What's your advice or suggestions on cutting, doing things to cut said ties? Because I think that, that part is... Well, first of all, me. first of all, it goes back to what you said. How you get them is how you lose them, right? So one of my girlfriends actually stopped speaking to me about this man because she was like, you're being a fucking hypocrite. She was like, you coach these girls all the time. But I said, you know what? Now I understand what my younger fans are trying to tell me when they're like with this person or with that person. Cause this isn't a gold digger situation. This isn't a situation where he came to me on merit. Had he came to me on merit and told me straight up, I'd have been like, hell nah, bye. Call me when you're single. I won't even talk to somebody that's recently divorced. Nah, you got to go through your mourning period. So You know, when she moved out of the house New Year's Eve, right? So remember, I knew for 30 days that she moved out of the house New Year's Eve. So I suspect she knows something, just doesn't know who it is or whatever, whatever. I have told him before, I said, yo, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to go to your fucking house. Like straight up, just like that. You know what I'm saying? He don't care. The man that come to my mama's house, beat the horn outside, come to my job. Like he don't care. He wasn't going. 
you know. You're not going anywhere, this, this, and this. We invested too much time, too much, because we spent most of the time being friends. When the sex came, that was the cherry on the top. Some relationships are opposite. So for the woman that finds herself in my place, you're going to end up being disgusted with it, especially me, like I don't share. So why am I being 100 with you? Now, don't get it twisted. Like, yeah, I paid for him to go to Florida, but trust me, he done paid for me to do a million other things. You understand what I'm saying? So this was not a relationship with two broke-ass people or one person that needed the person more than the other. I don't need you to pay my bills. I got that. I just needed you to be loyal, and you can't do that. So I told him, I said, our relationship would never work because I wouldn't trust you to take a piss. I'd be in the shower peeking out, like, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't work. So the relationship starts deteriorating, right? So once you start with me, it's it's once the relationship starts deteriorating, you can't save it. It's nothing you could do. So I told him today, we had a conversation today. It was civil. Normally he's a nutcase, whatever, whatever. We had a conversation today. I said, listen, it would be wrong of me as a grown-ass woman to try to keep you in this situation, and you need to go be with your girlfriend. She moved out. That's not my girlfriend. I'm single. Okay, well, then you need to be single because if you've been in a relationship for seven years and you could do that shit to her and you did it to me, I'm taking you off earth. It's not even a conversation, and I'm violent for real in real life. And I told him, I said, what you've done is completely dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hurt her. You've already hurt me. You know what I'm saying? And it's to the point where you just, you wasn't, he wasn't going. Like when I say, I'll be like, yo, get out of my face whatever, whatever, he don't care. We done took access to each other's cars, on camera, at Delta Sonic. Like, I'm talking about, y'all, I tried to get away. It's not a situation where it was like, oh, I'm just going to keep eating shrimp and acting like nothing's happening. No, we have physically gotten to situations where I'm like, no, for real, just leave me alone. He'd be like, I ain't going. I'm never leaving you alone. Then he'll get mad and be like, oh, fuck you, leave me alone. I done blocked this man on my phone, like everything. Okay, so we had a conversation today, and I told him, I said, listen, if I didn't care about you to some degree, because I care about you as a human being, as a black man, you know, whatever, you have to, you have to mourn your relationship. I can't be your crutch. You know, it's not fair to me because you want to tie me up with all this goodness that I got going on, so I can't see the person I'm supposed to be with, and you're doing this to her. So I don't give a damn about the other, you know, your, your girlfriend. That's sure you have to care about her. Your loyalty lies with her. Mine don't. Mine lies with myself and with my followers and with the people that believe in me and know I'm not going for this. So we had 60 days where it deteriorated from the day he told me to the, to where it's just nothing. You understand what I'm saying? So a girl that's in my position, you should leave 100% because I don't know how you're going to move forward and have any type of relationship with somebody like that. You know what I mean? I mean, okay. I'm not Marjorie Harvey. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't do it. So three questions. Oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. So, the specifics of your situation aside, what three to five things would you say that you pulled from this? If you had to break it, if you had to boil it all down into three to five key steps, three to five key things that any woman, that any woman or man for that matter, who finds himself in that situation, I'm cheating on. Well, I remember I was busting down a married woman, didn't know she mm-hmm. had it happening. So, what three to five things would you or have you pulled from that that you would that you would convey now to? to the people that are listening and watching? Well, the the three to five things that I've learned is that, you know, I at some point never experienced anything like this because people have been pretty honest and given me the choice. So I've never experienced anything like this. So, number one, I'm never going to judge somebody for being the other woman or for being, I mean, I might beat your ass, but I'm just saying I'm not going to judge you for that because here I am, I'm grown as hell, and I can't judge nobody. I'm no better than anybody else. 
Number two, side chick, main chick, mistress, you're all the same. You're all the motherfucking same. Because if he's sleeping with you, you're no better than the bum bitch that he's sleeping with that works at the kiosk in the mall. You can think that you are, but you're not. Okay? So if he would sleep with you and he would sleep with her, y'all are the same. You understand what I'm saying? The only thing I don't condone is the married thing. Once you find that out, it should be cut off, whatever, because that's a death sentence. The third thing I learned is that, you know, if after a certain period of time, like my limit really was like the 30 days, like come on now. You understand what I'm saying? We've been doing this every single day. You done drop. I done seen you drop. I mean, we could do the math. You understand what I'm saying? Racks to do this hotel thing, like, okay, I'm not going to keep doing this. So, you know what I'm saying, what's going on? And that's when the truth came out. So if he always talking to you in the gym, the garage, you know, and any dude that's always complaining about their girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, you got to leave that alone because there's he's not telling you what, what he did. That means he's not over the situation because he started a lot of the conversations with hypothetical situations that were real. Like, oh, hypothetically, what if a girl only slept with her man three, you know, three times a month? I'm like, well, then she ain't really feeling him. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure she's sick as shit, too. I'm sure, you know. But then the fourth thing that I learned is that you could be breaking your man down every single day, sucking, having sex, doing whatever it is he's going to do. If he want to cheat, he going to cheat. It's nothing you could do. And I don't want women to blame themselves. Like, there's nothing that that little girl did that, you know what I'm saying, personally drove him to me. Either things she did as a woman that she could have did better, right. But at the same time, there are some women that they treat the man so bad that you pretty much drop the man off at another woman's doorstep. So I don't know the case because I can't talk to her, so I don't judge. You know, I don't hate the girl. I don't know anything about her. If she want to call me, that's cool. We can have a conversation. ain't going to be no woman to woman, but we can have a conversation about it. But I've urged him, like, you need to tell her because it's going to come out. It's all over the Internet. We're everywhere all the time. You don't think she's going to find out? He underestimates her, you know. So the the fifth thing, never underestimate your opponent because if okay. he would do it to her, he would do it to you. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Now, mm-hmm. you, earlier you mentioned that you don't post. This came up on the feed. Um, that you don't post you know, who you're dealing with on the internet until you're through with them, et cetera. And that's funny because I pretty much kind of follow a same, a, a same modus operandi because I, I just like my private life to be private. And since I'm a right. public figure, people at my person or, you know, at the woman that I'm dealing with. So I, I, can, I absolutely get that. So now that you posted him on the internet, and people, mm-hmm. small community, I guess, or whatever, people know, a lot of people know you, so they're going to see him. Are you doing that because you want it to get back to her? Absolutely not. She's not even on the Internet. That's how come she doesn't know anything. If she was on the Internet, she would know. You know what I'm saying? He's been very vocal about the fact she don't have no Facebook, she don't have this, she don't have that. I said, no, I do that because I've been doing that for years. Once a situation is not, so put it this way, if you want to publicly embarrass me, which I think this is a public embarrassment, you know what I mean, that you got me in the situation feeling some type of way, then I'm going to publicly out you and say, yep, I don't, if you notice on the post, I didn't say anything bad. I posted a picture of our trip to Boston. We went to Salem, shot the cover of my next book, whatever, whatever. Fun was had, but people that know me personally are like, oh, she's done with this dude. She done posted this goddamn picture, his face. You understand what I'm saying? 
My prized possessions stay close to me, so I don't post pictures of my son a lot. I never post pictures of my ex-husband. I think maybe like three years ago, you know, in conjunction with my son. But for the most part, you only seen his back or his arms or whatever, whatever. Now, what's crazy is, is that people hear the situation, they think, like, I did that because I knew what was going on. No, I did that because I have male fans. You know, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, misconstrue nothing or whatever, whatever. You know, so when I post your face, it's done. Anybody want to claim this community, motherfucker, because that's how I am. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're not prized, a prized possession to me anymore. You belong to the streets. I'm going to send you back. You know what I'm saying? Let them deal with you. You understand what I'm saying? Any woman that's like, oh, my gosh, she's so stupid, that would never happen to me. Motherfucker, I've been in this game 20-something years. This ain't never happened to me. I'm 41 years old. I've been running shit all this time. And then this, you know, 33-year-old dupes me. So congratulations to him, but it won't happen again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Mm. So, okay. Interesting. Okay, so, we, so now we have that situation. So, Let's kind of get back to what. Well, let's go back to dating at your level. Let's get back to the other topic that was of conversation tonight. Are you dating at your level? So, do you know what your level is, Wood? I absolutely do. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I I Mm -hmm. do not always at my level. Um, So, you know what? Let's let's put some context on that because that can be quickly misconstrued. Right? So, I'll give you my perspective and share yours. What I consider dating dating at your at or above at below or above your level is your level is where you are and where you're headed in life. How you handle how you handle things, how you handle business, how you handle conflict, you know, whatever your needs are, et cetera. So I have had fail, relationship failures because I just really wanted to rock with somebody and we'd be just not on the same page. And not to take anything away from them. Cause just because you're not on my level doesn't mean that your level isn't, isn't a great level. It's just it's not compatible, you know, on right. that note. And also, uh, what happens, like, I think most people have gotten a job before, right, that they weren't quite qualified for. But then once they gotten that job or that opportunity that they weren't qualified for, then damn it, they worked as hard as they could to overachieve so the A, they were thankful to to get the position or get the role, say the role, and then learn what it needs and then excel in that role. So whenever I've whenever dated someone, let's say, who was above my level, if you will, I've worked extremely hard to show them they made the right decision and learn along the way if they've given me some game or exposing me to some things I haven't been exposed to, you know, before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Which is important. For me, yeah, for me, what I see is a lot of times somebody will get the opportunity uh, to date above their level, particularly if it's an age thing, and they just rest in their laurels, right? They don't, they don't learn from it. Like you expose them to different worlds, different ways of thinking, et cetera, and they take it, but they aren't either giving or they aren't learning. You know what I mean? They, they aren't learning from it, learning from what you had to offer. So it's just really a parasite hosting when you're not dating on your level. My feedback, I mean, that's, that's my perspective, obviously, but, you know, where are you at with that? Well, let me tell you what my issue is, and I think a lot of women are like this, because we're all made to say, oh, you know, you got to work with him, and what if this, and what if that, you know, black women are now the new entrepreneurs, so we are making three times what our black male counterparts are making, we are striving and, you know, growing in businesses, and I often have the catchphrase, like, you know, guys are always worried about gold diggers, y'all ain't got no damn gold, 
you know, what 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 exactly are we digging? Y'all ain't got no money like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Y'all out here having problems. So I think with me being an entrepreneur, you know, and having that business aspect, I think I understand brokenness sometimes a little bit more than I should or people that men that fell down on their luck a little bit more than I should. I'm also a nurturer. So I'm always going to look at somebody and, you know, try to have their best interest at, at heart, even if we don't deal with each other. So I might, you know what I'm saying? I used to, you know, with my ex check in on him because I knew he was mentally crazy, not this this one, but the one before him, you know, mentally crazy twice a year, checking on him, hey, you good? You know what I'm saying? He was on my mind, you good? Yeah, I'm breathing. That's it. You know, so I'm consistent with that. I haven't done it recently because I don't give a damn. But for me, I find that my girlfriend, my best friend will tell you, Denisha, problem is is you're scared of success. And so instead of you, you know, dating on your level, because I'm like, really, what is my level? I'm an entrepreneur, you know, so my money is cyclic. Sometimes I have a whole bunch. Sometimes I got $3. You know what I'm saying? So I shouldn't date somebody that's the same. The answer is no. You know, I have to have somebody that's stable, you know, and I learned that. You know what I'm saying? Also from this situation, not just mentally, financially, but also physically. So I need somebody that's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? You don't have it this month, but I do. Just like I would like to be able to say, okay, he don't have it this month because we're running these businesses, whatever, whatever. This month is a slow month. I do. Right? So I need a partnership more than I need anything else. So at this point, it's not about the love and the the flowers. I don't care about any of that. So for me, if we can't, build a relationship. What I also neglected to mention was that he invested in my business, you know, gave me some money for the stuff that's supposed to go on the website, you know, whatever. Thing I didn't like, he kept throwing it in my face. Here, take your fucking money back. You know, I don't got to deal with nobody that want to give me a short and then throw the shit in my face. And what I was trying to do was say, you know what, this seed money that you gave me is more important than anything that you've ever done because you're the first man that I could say, you know what, I believe in your business, I invested in it. I don't care if it was $3, right? But when you, you know, are not on the same level as me as far as with your generosity, as far as with your, your intent, it's a problem. So for me, I don't care about a short. Like, I don't care. It's a lot of women that's like, oh, you know, you took him to Florida. Right, but he took me a lot of places, too. Like, Florida is what he might have spent in three days. You know what I'm saying? So that that I had no problem doing that because I felt that I was dating somebody that was on my level, like-minded. Right. He spent some money. Yeah. I spent some money. But I find that now, if it's not a partnership, I don't want it. So we could talk love. We could talk all that stuff. I want my shmoney. You know what I'm saying? I want my money. I, I don't I don't care about, you know, your life hacks and everything else that's going on. If we can't be partners and I can't invest in who you are as a human being, like I've also learned something else, Wood. You wanna know what I learned? I can't date no man that's at his job. I can't do it. You better have four or five streams of income just like I'm trying to do. So I don't wanna hear I just work at the corrections department. Okay, you work at the corrections department, what else you do? You got three SoundCloud careers. Like, you better be telling me you're doing something. You got a landscaping business. What else are you doing? Because this can't be life. Okay, so pause for a second. So you're mm-hmm. saying that so for you in particular, knowing, knowing what you need going forward at your level, that you need a, you're interested in partnership, that you're interested Correct. in someone, not just partnership, but someone who can – can 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 fill in, if you will, in areas of like more like a puzzle piece. So not the exact same fit, right? Not the same edges, but something that can intertwine. Yeah, definitely a puzzle piece. Absolutely. We have to fit well together. Absolutely. Okay, and then you're also saying that for you in particular, um 
<laughs> for you in particular, um, just just based on how how you run it, how you roll, the guys have multiple things going on. So you're saying that, but so you're speaking as it relates to you, not necessarily to someone else who's 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 dating somebody that just has you know one um, you know one stream of income or one career. You're speaking specifically as it relates to you, right? Yeah, I don't care if you're a surgeon. Okay, please tell me that you're donating time or doing something else for children. Like, it, it has to be either a community works or you out here getting this money, one or the other. You can't just tell me that your whole life is you working for General Motors. I don't want to hear that because I feel like that's not your purpose. Your purpose was not to be put on earth to, to work at General Motors. So for me, it's also a purpose-driven partner, but I know that I have to date somebody that's in business, you know what I'm saying, or that has some business or is doing some sort of charity or, or doing something. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't date somebody that just thinks it's okay to just depend on somebody else to get their money. You know what I mean? Okay, so that takes so that 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 that, that takes us to um, someone dating, you know, at your level. But I think one of the things we didn't discuss is, you know, how to find your level, right? So everybody can say, this yeah, that's want. another problem. You don't have to know. What's your qualifications or criteria for what you request? And the reason I interrupted to bring that up is that, you know, I hear guys saying, you know, I want a Michelle Obama or. Never. You Are know, you Barack? I, yeah. <laughs> but, or, you know, I think I hear women saying I want this or people in general saying that they want something that they absolutely do not, you know, fit the baseline criteria for. You know, when you're gambling at the, you know, the casino, it's, it's table stakes. There's minimum just to play on the table. And I think that all of <laughs> us would be well served to make sure that we have the table minimum bet before we even sit the fuck down. Um, and that's right. a variety of, you know, once you figure that out, because if you don't have the minimum for the table in which you want to sit at, then you really don't need to entertain any other gambler. You well, you got to stay you know, in your lane. <laughs> come back, right? So you can get it together. So I thought that that'd be a good thing for the you know for the listeners to really you know it's on that because at the end of the day, no matter what happens, it ultimately is always gonna come down to personal responsibility, right? Because when you yeah. know better, you have the opportunity to choose better, and when you choose better, that's ultimately when you do better, right? But it, it still comes down to a choice, and in order to choose, you have to have you know, the best information available possible. And let me say something, too, for some of your, for some of your listeners that might be, you know, um, church going or a little bit more on the spiritual side, let me be clear. I go through bouts of celibacy by choice because I'm focused on my business. Mm -hmm. I was focused on being a mother. I really didn't date. That's not what I did. So I'm not saying that I got duped because I was off the market for so long I couldn't spot somebody that had fake love for me? No. What I'm saying is is that I thought that we were on the same level. You know what I'm saying? I thought we wanted the same things out of life. When you lie to me, he'll say, that's the only lie I ever told you. I'm like, but that was the biggest lie. I said, you know, these are the reasons that black women are getting AIDS at a much higher rate because of shit like this. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm going to tell a dude straight up, straight like that, like, look, you know, I'm still in love with my ex. And I've said this to a cat. Like, I'm still in love with my ex. I mean, I'd love to hang out with you, but I just, I'm not going to be able to do it. You understand what I'm saying? Or did you like me? No, I didn't. You know, so for me, I take myself off the market. And I've done all that self-reflection. I've done all that being a, you know, a, a mom and, and just going to work and coming home. So I had no social life. All I do is work go, and go home. So I don't go out. 
I don't do clubs. I go out of town several times a year. So the only person that's going to be on my level that I'm going to be able to meet is somebody that's either in my industry, which is fashion, you know, or book writing, okay, which I've met book writers full of shit. Been out in L.A., met this cat, you know what I'm saying, everything was cool. Then I'm like, you not who you say you are, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, that makes me not want to read anything that you wrote. I'm who I say I am. So I make mistakes, I do all that. So for me to find my level, I'm going to have to go outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't leave the house. So let me just say okay. that there, too. So we so we hit, you know, dating on your, or dating or, you know, interacting on your level. But when you when you brought up the, um, the, the age statistics, it made me just think of the other piece, which is, so everybody, you know, not being non-judgmental, Everybody has a way they get down. Some people like get down with somebody else's relationship, whatever the case may be. Personally, you know, I told you I, I played the maintenance man many times. You know, in my uh, in my, and I when I did it, I'm not ashamed of it. When I did it, I was down with it, man. And would I do that now? Hell no. But I mean, I've done it. Um, so with that being said, you know, at least the school I come from, the rules to the shit. There's rules to how you interact. If there's a side piece, if there's something going on, if you're the side piece, um, so I'm wondering, and you can't see this, deep, but so angels, it, it, should should we talk about the uh, the rules to the shit? If you, if you, if you yeah, absolutely. Around. I want you to state the rules because I know the motherfucking rules. He didn't know the rules. I want you to state the rules so he understands if he's listening. I'm not crazy. There's definite rules to the shit. And what did Jay Z? What did Jay Z say? The infamous line: "You dudes treat the one that you loving." With this, you do treat the one that you fucking with the same respect that you treat the one that you loving. That ain't about nothing. If ever you mad about something, it won't be that, right? I would never treat my beloved the same way as I treat some dude that I'm just trying to get some corn chips out of. But I'm not at that level in life anymore that I need to talk to a dude to get me a bag of corn chips. You see what I'm saying? So I want you to explain to the men of the universe that have got the game all messed up what's the rules of the shit, sex-wise, financial-wise, and and personal-wise. There is an extreme, it's a handbook, it's written, I know the rules, I want you to tell them. That's why I'm not crazy. That's another reason I had to bow out gracefully, like, nah, player. But go ahead, tell them the rules, and tell the females the rules, because men have got it all messed up. Okay, so, so, let me give my disclaimer, I am not, I I am not, um, I am not uh, encouraging this behavior, uh, but if someone is going to do it, there are definite rules to it. And number one, if you're a fella, well, I don't know, I don't feel like rules for women, but if you're a fella, it's a three, it's, you know, it's a three to one rule, right? Because if you if you have something outside of your core, outside of your main thing, right, and you're choosing to have something extra for whatever reason. Which is typically either going to be greed or selfishness, or you got a low self-esteem issue, you have lack self-control. If you're choosing to have something outside of home base, it's a three x, it's a three to one ratio. Whatever you do for or with the other, you have to do a minimum of three x that for your main. And the reason why is people, you can't help but to slip, you can't help but to lack, right? And what happens is you start treating the outside with the same respect and and given the same access to the inside. Well, when you do that, there's a blur. There's no outside. The outside and the inside become one. So if you have something on the outside, at a min- the, the minimum and maximum it should be is maintenance and amusement. 
period. Again, I'm not saying. Pause. What? Let me say this. The the first of all, okay, yeah, we we don't know what he was doing in the house. He could have been buying her 100 pairs of Uggs, 15 diamond rings because of the guilt or whatever was going on. What I'm saying is is that if you're in a situation and you're a dude and you're cheating on your girl, how do you differentiate who is who? That's the bigger question because a lot of men are having a problem differentiating between the two. It's not just me because I've seen side chicks go to main chicks, and that's just when my era, it never happened. Somebody had to die. Like somebody like, oh, my God, he's a widow. Oh, my God, then the main chick took over. The side chick took over. Side chicks were not winning back in the 90s and early 2000s. They were not. Okay, okay so, so you so, need so, to school them so on what that so, rule is. <laughs> so, so, again, the three to one has nothing to do with a financial thing. It's a ratio for mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Now, the three to one keeps things into keeps things in perspective. So, a perfect example, I have, I, have a, I have a partner right now who is cheating on his wife. <laughs> we, we are all counseling him, number one, because he has a hell of a wife. Like, we, we should all be so lucky. So, that's a whole other story. But he's cheating on his wife, and then on top of it, he's not following the three to one. So not only is he is he doing is there going to be injury, he's added insult to it by how he does it. So there's no differentiation. You know, he's pillow talking with this side chick. He is taking mm-hmm. never do that. He's cheating it other than what it is, and now the side piece knows everything off in his in, in his core relationship. So now not only so now, because you never talk about that, like it, what it, you just don't do that. So the 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 other side of that. So what's happened is, and his, and I know I know his wife. She, uh, she would be if she found out he was cheating tomorrow, she wouldn't go anywhere. If she finds out that he's cheating, and the other chick knows her business, that's what's the killer. Yep, that's that's a done deal. Cause she in her mind, she expects him to cheat. She just it, she just don't want to know about no. it. Back home, that's her expectation of all men because of how she grew up. Um, and I've known her longer than I know him, so I, I know I know. So she understands the rules. He just don't. Yeah, like let me let me give you all for everybody listening. Let me give you something very real that happened to somebody very close to me. Very very close. They just the divorce is just final, and one day I will air this story, motherfucker. Mm. Out of it. Let me tell you what he did. So this guy. Um, he he thought he was you know the player from the Himalayas, whatever the case may be. He gets with a woman. Oops, sorry guys. He gets with a woman who um he gets with a woman who much the same way has an expectation that men are going to cheat. So again, same thing. I don't want to know. You know, handle your business. Keep this all out of here. Mm-hmm. So they go through their trials and tribulations. They pass it. You know, one of the things that all guys want to know is if a woman will hold them down. And you never really know that if you up. And it can, it can be, right. make a lot of guys feel it. But they had a situation where something happened in his career, and he didn't know if his career was over. Not only did she pick up his house note and his household, she paid his child before she did all that without knowing what Damn. was going to happen with his career. But then his career gets back on track and felt good. Well, at that point, there's no more guessing about what type of woman she is. So, and how right. to hold him down. So he even did shit, get off the pot, change his behavior. So long story short, they get married. They have a, a man cave at the crib, right? Well, he has a man cave. 
excuse me, she has to get up early. He, he had been drinking, TV and stuff on. She goes upstairs, being a good wife, to turn the TV off, set his alarm, put a, I mean, set an alarm in the room, and put a blanket over. When she's doing that, she hears a phone buzzing and vibrating. No. Looks, but it's not the phone, the phone that's sitting now. She keeps hearing it, looks around. It's another phone that slid down into the cushion on the couch. Got a bad phone. He got a bad phone and that joint unlocked. So when she opened, when he opens up said phone, when she opens up phone, I mean, when she saw the bad phone, she knew he was creeping. So she was upset about it, but she wasn't. Yeah. But it's when she looked in the phone and started seeing the messages and realized, wait a minute, it wasn't just one woman. It was multiple women. And it wasn't mm. multiple women. It's pictures of them at Valentine's Day things, like the day before Valentine's Day or after. Stop. It's pictures of Stop. family stuff with, you know, a kid on his shoulders that's not his. She had purchased them, because she's a good woman. She had purchased them from, you know, some gear, so a man be looking fly. She sees pictures and the shit that she bought him. Right? Major. Then one of the chicks was asking for money and doing this, that, and the third. And he said no. And the chick said, don't make me come over to XXXXX. And put Not the, the address. address. The address. So, of course, mm-hmm. you know, baby girl. That, that now we not good. safe. But go ahead. Yeah, because, you know, not only, and this is the house she had before they got married. So, mm-hmm. and these chicks were referencing her by name, referencing different challenges they had. So, not only is he pillow talking and thinking he'll play, he's doing it across the board. Then, finds out he's doing it, he out there unprotected, wrapped up, et cetera. Now, I guarantee no. this particular woman, had, had, she got, had he got caught cheating and owned up to it, that would have some drama, but she wouldn't let it ride. But you put mm-hmm. all this other stuff on it because at that point it was much deeper than that for her. It was the insult, it was the injury, it was the people not knowing. And then he pulled the, you know, Bill Clinton. Well, Bill Clinton can do it. I mean, you know, you just gotta, you gotta deal with this. And I, I promise you, I really am gonna air this story about fuck out because he, he, he puts put the bad name on all of us the way he plays the game. And so again, so I, I saying the story to come back to the rules. It, it, it's like anything else. You, you should, nobody should be a criminal, right? The consequence of that. But if you're going to do it, do it in the best way possible, right? I mean, don't just don't 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 just be out crazy with it. All right. So I say all this to say, if you choose to do this, which I don't agree with, I, I really don't believe in cheating. If you choose, yeah, to just do tell it, her, it's a, you know. It's a three ratio, and this is the deal. 2017, you don't even have to lie anymore. Let her know what time it is up front. She's either going to say yes or she's mm-hmm. going to say no. And, you know, I talk to thousands of women, and the number one thing I hear about the cheating defense more than anything else is not even so much the cheating. It's the fact that you, didn't, you played on my intelligence and you didn't respect me enough to, to give me a choice and that I was smart enough to handle it. And if you're going to be able to move around, well, you damn right, I can move around too. So, you know, and I know there's plenty of fellows listening tonight. Dog, first of all, you don't have to cheat. It's 2017. You really don't have to. You can have a, you can just have a very real and adult conversation about what it is and what it isn't. And if the person that you want to rock and with, and you will be surprised, there's some it, chicks out there that's with it, and that's all they want to. And that's all they want to. But we gotta stop, stop treating these women like you know, 
We so docile and frail and fragile. No. Yeah, because they're not. Listen to me, fellas. (laughs) Yeah, they're not. (laughs) They they can handle it. You know what I mean? So, and I say the same thing for a guy that is being the other guy. Stop letting letting these women hop up up, up and down and drain you. Like and you doing all this extra and all this stuff for her, and then she go home to a nobody who don't do nothing, who don't handle the business, don't do all of that. But you playing this other world? No, 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 brother. You got to. You deserve more than that. You just can't let. You just can't let yourself be used like that. You did. So. Go ahead. I just think that if people were upfront about what they wanted. Now, when I first met him, I was very clear. I said, I don't want a relationship. I don't require a title. You know, I just got out of something, and I do not care. I'm enjoying your company. I enjoy your time. So I was always upfront to the point where he came to me and was like, you know, yo, you always saying that you don't want no title. I said, because the title isn't important to me. How we're treating each other is important. I'm grown. I don't need to be called your girlfriend because, remember, y'all, he's eight years younger than me. Right, But he's still in his 30s. Let's not give him too much of a hop pass. He's still in his 30s. You're a grown-ass man. But I realized that you did not complete your whole stroll. So one of the things I had to tell him was, like, you know, I care enough about you, you know what I'm saying, on some Iceberg Slim shit, too. If y'all know who Iceberg Slim is, please Google it. But I care enough about you to let you go out in the streets, do what it is that you need to do, handle your situation with her, you understand what I'm saying? Because if she come to me as a woman, I'm going to come to her with these hands, and that's just where we at. Check your dude. I don't I don't know you, okay? But the thing is, it's the same situation. I know a lot of things about her I shouldn't know. And I know that if I was just to roll up on her job like that because I was crazy or just insane or whatever, whatever, everybody's getting their feelings hurt. So you're not going to make me – listen, let me tell you something else. I was never made to feel like I was second fiddle or – side chick or nothing like that anybody that has been around me and been around him and the family and everything like that that like I said we literally just got back in town from his sister's birthday in Boston okay if I'm the main girlfriend or I'm the girlfriend that was living in the house and I've been with you seven years and I find out you hanging out with the sister and the family and the kids and all this other shit I'm beating your ass that's just that's where we at in life so for women that think that you're above the fray some of us are not you know what I'm saying? Men cheat every day. Do I think all men cheat? I think men are as faithful as their options. There are a lot of women out here that don't care about you at all, you know, but he knew I wasn't that type of woman. He knew, like, if I tell this girl that I have somebody, you know what I'm saying, it's not going to work. But he's so distraught about that situation because it didn't work, whatever, whatever, you know, he's the type of person that will hang on out of for whatever reason. I said, listen. Go handle that. Y'all work this shit out. Have sex. Do what y'all do. Like, that's the type of woman I am. Like, I'm, I'm, I got what I needed. I learned my lesson. I'm sorry, God, whatever, whatever, but make no mistake about it. Y'all are crazy to think that all this queen talk and all this king talk, and I want to make this a point, too. Did you think that throughout history that the kings was just out there, just they just had eyes for one woman? Nah. Did you think that, you know what I'm saying, you as a queen, you didn't have to sift through some things? Nah, that's why I said I'd rather let you go, go handle your business, and maybe if you come to me clean six months, a year from now, maybe we can talk. You know, we'll do business on a a minute level, 
because I, you know what I'm saying, I've established something for him, so we, we do business on a minute, very minute level. But at the end of the day, you have to go and you have to handle that. I can't help you. I'm not going to be no crutch. I'm not going to give it to you three times a day so you could go home and be happy in this broad face and pay her goddamn bills. I don't think so. Wood, tell them about that rule, too, about paying for shit. Tell them. There's a rule to it. Go ahead, pay. Tell it. Because <laughs> so, back in my day, you want to have two women, you got two bills. Period. You don't pay my bills. He could, but you don't pay my bills. I don't have bills. I don't have a mortgage. I ain't got no, you know, I, I don't have no bills that most women would have, so I don't really need you here. You here because it's an option. It's a feature. And not a lot of women can say that. I don't own a credit card. I don't have none of that. So anything that you bring to my table, I already own the table. You just bring a placemat. you just here for decoration maybe. But I liked him. You know what I'm saying? Love, whatever you want to call it. So unfortunately, because you couldn't come with the truth, everything that you just told me is, is, is absolutely doesn't matter. So you got to come to me. Now, let me be clear. I see a lot of unhappy women on the, inter- on the Internet. Oh, look what my hubby bought me. You don't know if she's recovering from broken ribs. But I'm going to tell you like this. For some shmoney, I'll put up with some stuff if you invest in racks into my business. I might put up with a couple, two, three smart-ass comments with your smart mouth. You know what I'm saying? If you make sure that I get, you know, twenty and $30,000 deposits every month like Michelle A. was getting from Suge Knight. You're not on Suge Knight status right now. So you can't talk to me no kind of way. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm just being honest. Okay? You can't talk to me no kind of way for shrimp. Nah. <laughs> nah. You know, you can't keep me to the side. Where I'm from, back in the day, a cat wanted to creep with you, he bought you a condo, straight like that. So maybe y'all may not have experienced that, but that's how it goes. You understand what I'm saying? You don't, you don't like what I wear, go buy me another wardrobe, and it was done. And you can read all about it in my book, Stay, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess on Amazon and Kindle. But at the same time, I also wrote, co-authored a book called Games with Saladin Kanala. We talk about this. And how black men do, okay? So for me, I want it to come from your mouth, Wood, financially, what has to happen if you have to keep a secret, right? So the girl knows that she's the second person. What do you, as a man, have the responsibility of doing if you want to continue to keep her off the market from good men, making her available to your beck and call, and treating her like, you know, she's, she's the princess or she's the queen, what financial responsibility do you have to to the side chick? What? So you know, at the end one of that day, could blow your the, whole shit up at your house at, at six a.m. At, <laughs> at the top of the morning, middle of the afternoon, end of the day, anything coming across, you got to pay like you play. You got to pay like you weigh. So if you're choosing, like a couple of my ball player partners, if you're choosing to entertain women on a, that kind of level where you. One of my partners. You're taking them off the market. Yeah, I'm not going to say the you team. staying over their house. He <laughs> wants to lock, lock up, know what to do. Even though he got a whole wife and kids and some more shit, he wants nothing else over there. He, he has to maintain the household, all of it, and be willing to do so. And then hopefully the woman is willing to take that shit. But he needs to be, he or she, for that matter, needs to maintain it all. You know, one of my will laws is you put your... You put your money where your mouth is. You, know, you put your effort where a smile is, and it's a very simple rule, and it works. But but, but it's also a safety feature. 
Tell it, Wood. Tell them why it's a safety feature. Well, it's damage control, right? So if mm-hmm. you, if you, I mean, like any abuser, if you have someone on the hook for something that they need, particularly if you put them in a frame of mind or a lifestyle of things that they can't have, then they'll be more than they'll think twice before you know interrupting that or messing that up. And it's it's a dirty That's game. That's right. Well, but I mean, it, it, it damn sure gets played. Um, so D, let me hey. tell you, it's my uh, my my. Okay, yes, man, yes, yes, buddy. My angel will call. I need to. Uh, I need to. Uh, I need to take care of them this fine evening. So I want you to. Why well, I got you on before I log, I'll give mine again. But I want you to give them your your social media info and, and the name of your book. Uh, so All right, ladies, if you want to see exactly what I was talking about, so you can check out the timeline and check out to see, like, oh, she really didn't know, like, the whole situation, you guys can follow me on Twitter at DMS. ST93, You'll, it'll come up. It's a picture of, like, the skyline in Toronto, whatever, whatever. So that's my Twitter handle. On Facebook, I usually reserve that for friends and family. You wouldn't find me anyway because it's under uh, my writer name. But on Instagram, you definitely can find me at miss.d.scott. We are going to try to have Wood on here a couple more times before the year's out. Hopefully we can get him on his own segment because I like – you know what's funny? Because you're, you're asking me questions. Nobody comes on my show and asks me questions. <laughs> I'm like, damn, he, like, interviewed me on my own show. You got a lot of balls for that. But I enjoyed the show. I'm glad the ladies were asking questions. You know, hopefully we can get you back on here. I did make sure that I got um, some of your uh, favorites so that you could uh, listen to them on the way out. Would you like to hear them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right. So we're going to let Wood go. But before we go, we're going to have this conversation here, what we talked about um, with the situation. <laughs> Hello. May I speak to Barbara? Barbara, this is Shirley. You might not know who I am, but the reason I'm calling you is because I was going through my old man's pockets this morning, and I just happened to find your name and number. So woman to woman, I don't think it's being any more than fair than to call you and let you know where I'm coming from. Now, Barbara, I don't know how you're going to take this, but whether you be cool or come out of a bag on me, you see, it really doesn't make any difference. But it's only fair that I let you know that the man you're in love with, he's mine. From the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, the bed he sleeps in and every piece of food he eats. You see, I make it possible. The clothes on his back, <laughs> I buy them. The car he drives, I pay the note every month. So I'm telling you these things to let you know how much I love this man. And woman to woman, I think you'll understand just how much I'll do to keep it. Woman to woman, if you've ever been in love, then you'd know.
that old school jam especially for you so hopefully your viewers or your listeners enjoyed it so we're going to keep on with the show that's the first time anybody ever interviewed me on my own goddamn show so you know we got to get them on because you know I don't let nobody get a word in edgewise and that's what the, the truth of it all is so I mean it goes back to saying that you know I love to have a man's perspective on the show because a lot of times when I talk to not even just young men, grown men, you know, that maybe didn't have their father in their life or maybe don't know no better. It really is definitely rules to all this shit. You know, like he said, it's 2017. You don't have to, you know, lie to a woman anymore. These women out here are accepting goddamn fake debit cards just to, to holler at a cat or just to be in an Instagram pic or just to, you know what I mean? be, you know, claimed by somebody for 24 hours. You know what I mean? You don't have to lie, but I, I get, that when you meet somebody that you wanted to holler at for a certain amount of time that certain things happen, but if you never planned on leaving the other situation, you're going to have to choose. And so before I let somebody come to me man to man, woman to woman, whatever, whatever, I'll just leave. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not a situation that, oh, you don't love me, you don't care about me. It's just that it's about self-preservation. And so when you try your best, to have a situation and to have a relationship and be honest and be open with somebody. And I've shared some things with this particular gentleman, you know what I'm saying? And then it turns around and punches you right in the fucking chin, like right up underneath. It's a problem and you got to get something for that. And the only way that I can repay you contrary to popular belief is by leaving you to fuck alone. Right? So I don't have to tell you I'm leaving. Okay. I started leaving December 3rd. My emotional shit, I started packing it away in a suitcase December 3rd when I found out the shit that was happening. And that's why the Tell the Truth Tuesday shows are so important because I feel like I connect with my audience better. And I, I do. I want to apologize to some of the young girls that I had conversations with that I was so no limit about it, about it. No, I would not do this because I didn't realize these cats is out here fucking lying to y'all like this or fucking making some shit seem like it's something else. I mean, I just sat here and had a show 
a couple months ago where I talked about how Soldier Boy, nobody even knew that him and India Love had kicked it, whatever, whatever. She pissed him off. The man went and posted, you know, all this nasty, crazy shit about her, which is why I don't allow cats to take pictures of me either. Nah, you can't take no picture of me. Oh, let me take a bit. Nah, I'm good because I don't want you posting no picture talking about you done did some shit to me or with me, and I don't even know you like that. I ain't famous. I'm just a regular schmegular girl, you know what I'm saying, from upstate New York that just so happens to write books and get money. So for me, I feel like, you know, a lot of women are out here being duped. And, I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm the, the biggest one of them all. So do I feel foolish? Not really, just because that's not my burden to bear. I didn't lie to anybody about anything. So if I say I care about you, if I say I want to see you do good, if I say I love you, if I say any of these things, I meant what I said, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to kill myself, you know what I'm saying, trying to be with somebody, and I'm fighting a ghost. You understand what I'm saying? When you're the other woman or whatever, whatever, you're fighting a ghost because you don't know how much time those people have together. You don't know what experiences are going to trigger him every time he turns around. See, usually I'm the ghost that a female is fighting in a relationship. I'm the one that then came in, fucked this man's whole life up, not in a bad way, but just made it very difficult for you to move in. And so him and I had a conversation today where he's like, well, you know, you won't win or whatever, whatever. Motherfucker, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in competition with no girl that's 12 years younger than me. I'm not. I don't, I, don't, I don't have to compete with her. You know, anything that she thought that she had, I already took from her for a moment in time. So I'm just giving you back to your situation. You have to respect that. You have to respect that somebody cares enough about your stupid ass to tell you, go home, love your girlfriend. These are conversations we would have. So I'm not dumb. I'm, I'm like, go home, love your girlfriend. Holla at me in like six months a year. I'm going to still handle what I said I was going to handle for you. You know, because of the situation and there's, you know, a little bit of love lost, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to you every now and again. And then after a while, the, the, the calls and the texts become less frequent. But you got to get humbled, young man. You got to get humbled. And you have to understand that, you know, loyalty is not based in time limits. You can meet somebody tomorrow that got better intentions for you than somebody that you've known for 100 years, okay? So it's just certain things in that specific relationship that were not worth it to me. It's not worth it for me to have to have a conversation with a woman and tell her about a baby or tell her about a miscarriage or an abortion or about the frequency of sex. I don't want to have a conversation with another woman, okay? I don't want to hear about maybe one day when you told me you went to the gym that you was really having breakfast with this one. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear about it. So I also don't want to be on the receiving end of some shit that I don't want to hear. And so you have to just let people bow out gracefully because if they didn't care about you, they would ride the fucking thing until the wheels fell off. And any relationship that I've been able to salvage, male or female, is because we were able to take a break, reevaluate shit, have what I call the comparison level alternative, and then come back and try to be cool or try to be friends or try to be cordial, okay? My relationships always end in fiery flames and shit, everything is bad, whatever, whatever. But if you really, really care about the person, especially somebody that I spent so much time with, I probably spent more time with him than I did the dude for 10 years because I was only seeing him on and off planes every month which people didn't understand that relationship either. But, see, a lot of women don't understand my relationships because they're not about their money. So I can go two years without dealing with somebody. You ain't got to worry about that. 
right? I could go two years because I'm out here getting my money. But you also have to understand that the higher I climb on the ladder, the different the atmosphere, which means that I won't have to deal with cats that feel the need to do no shit like that because we're showing up at the same events. We're working on the same schedule. We're doing all the same things. My schedule doesn't allow me to date a lawyer or a doctor. They're asleep right now. I'm up till 3, 4 in the morning. That's what I do, Right? So I'm thinking I found the perfect situation, maybe not the perfect man, but the perfect situation that could have grown into something else. And, you know, I had to tell him today, I said, listen, I could see us trying to, you know, handle shit and get it together and just, you know, conquer some shit business-wise a year from now, not now. You're not focused. Your shit, your attention and your time is split. I require all the attention, right? So if I feel like it's split, whether old girl moved out the house or not, you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything to me. Everything that you tell me I think is a lie, right? So you guys have to understand that you men are putting women in dangerous situations. Now, what if I was really a nutcase and violent and just decided to snuff this motherfucker on her way to work? That's not fair. And from what I understand, she's 50 pounds lighter than me, okay? So you're putting everybody in a dangerous position. Let the shit go. You know what I'm saying? Let this shit go. This wasn't a situation where I felt like, oh, he was begging to stay with me and just the sex was so great. No, 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 no. What it it turns into is complacency. It turns into people being comfortable. It turns into, you know, in your mind you think that you love me, but you really don't. Because if you did, you wouldn't want to hurt me. And so you, you let things go that you love. Right? You let them go. There's a saying that says if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, it's really yours. Now, I don't believe that, but what I do believe is that, you know, you wouldn't suffocate a flower. You would just let it fucking grow, right? So you're a man. You're your own bush, <laughs> your own tree. You got to just water the shit and let it go, you know, and let it grow. It's not, it's not my circus, not my monkeys, you know what I'm saying? So I can't really give a fuck too much about any more about what you do or, you know, where you lay your head at night and who you fucking and all this other shit because it's not my fucking job. And this is one of the things that I've often said in this situation was that it's not my fucking job. You need a rent a car. You need all this other shit. Go ask your fucking female. She's not going to do it. Okay, well, then there's a fucking reason. Don't come to me because I feel like, you know, I was being used. Like you're using me maybe like on some subconscious level to, like, kind of throw it in her face at a later argument. I don't want to be involved. You understand what I'm saying? Because if she comes to fucking me, I'm going to hurt her fucking soul. And not on purpose, but because you've lied so much. So you're not taking into consideration that you're hurting people. You're only taking into consideration your selfish needs and what you want. You know, so no, don't touch me. I don't want to go to dinner. I don't want to talk. I mean, I'll check in with you. We could do what we said we were going to do. But for the most part, you got to let shit go. Because I don't deserve to be with somebody that can't make a choice, and I don't deserve to be with somebody that I'm not the number one choice. You understand? So I get it. People date. You know what I'm saying? And you're, there's always some competition here, there, and in between. But I never go into a situation like that. And it's putting me in a situation where I can't be 100 with this person and give my all because I don't want to compete with another female, number one. And number two, you're not fucking worthy of it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you're not giving me 100%. For all I know, you're still sharing dick. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? And let me be clear about something else. You know, there's a lot of women out there that are sharing dick that don't know. So that's kind of why for, like, 30 seconds I was like, well, 
He finally came clean. He's never treated me any different than a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like together, shopping, doing whatever, you know what I'm saying, together every single day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, and then coming to my job for the remaining time while I was at work. So it's just kind of like how am I supposed to think anything else? Like I, I shouldn't be thinking anything else because you were with me the whole time. You know, but then when you have somebody that is benefiting off of a situation, I probably wouldn't say shit either. If you're paying half my bills, I wouldn't say shit either. And I made a post right around Christmas where I was like, you know, is that your girlfriend or is that your home? I wasn't talking about him and his situation, but I'm just saying, you know, if you have to pay her to be there, if everything revolves around money, you know, is that really your girlfriend? I only bring up money because you put me in a situation where I, I have to, you know, be able to say that there there was a reason that I was here besides love or some other fucking fallacy that might not even be true. You know, so it's not fair to, you know, sit here and make it seem like, you know, I have, you know, ill will or ill intentions towards somebody. But the way that the rule book reads is, like I said, go do you, since you always want to throw females under my face, that female, this bad bitch. Bad bitches are nothing more than bitches doing bad. You know, if they got to post it on the Internet, and, and, and throughout history, these specific bad bitches have been every man's downfall, that religion and war. You understand what I'm saying? So if you feel like you want to go out in the streets and slut yourself out and make a worse name for yourself than you already have, you do that. Not my circus, not my monkeys. I don't care. You know, and I know that that sounds cold, like I didn't care and this was just a decision that was made in 2.5 seconds. That's not what happened. From the moment December 3rd happened, the clock was just ticking, and I was just waiting and trying to give you know, him, you, the opportunity to fix it or to make shit right or to show me something. And I remember sitting there the one day saying, like, okay, well, if you love me, show me. I want to see. This is what I require. You wouldn't do it. You know, we went to the mall. Well, I don't want to, you know, this, this, and this. Okay, so then we're not on the same level. Because if I love somebody and I want to be with them and I'm sorry or if I'm hurting them or if I said things or whatever, whatever, I'm going to do whatever it takes and I don't care how much it costs. I really don't. So if I'm dealing with a cat that's not the same way, you know, like some of those Instagram posts that you see, ladies, they're not fake. Yes, there are men that are spending $1,500 on flowers, and, you know, they are buying them diamonds and things like that. And you can't get jealous at those types of women because you don't know what the fuck that dude did, you know, that he went out and bought it. He might not have bought it for her because he just loved her so much. He might have went and bought it for her because he had no fucking choice. Bitch was gonna leave him. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. Kobe Bryant went and bought his wife a big ass. I think 20, you know what was it like twenty million dollar ring after he got caught. You know, sodomizing some female. So at the end of the day, if I'm not gonna be the female that you're fighting for, you're fighting for a whole other relationship. Go ahead and do you, Papa. Go do it. Because at the end of the day, I couldn't do nothing more than what I've done. Because there's, there's rules to it. And so since you broke rules, I have to set up boundaries. And so, unfortunately, I don't love people with boundaries. I like to be free and I like to be open, and that's where it was headed. So I just feel like it's best we just halt operations. And if you can come back clean and telling the truth and with your own spot and, you know, things like that, then we can try to pick up. But then he also said to me today, which, you know, made me understand that he does understand who the fuck he's dealing with. He said, you know, in one year you're not going to be single. He's like, some cornball dude is going to cuff you, whatever, whatever. No, nah, it's not about cuffing in your 40s. <laughs> in your 40s, it's about this is my partner, this is my wife. 
It's not about, you know what I'm saying? It's about I gave her the, the 20 racks that she needed to go, to go, you know, display at Magic. And I told her keep the change, you know, or the five racks or whatever it is. And it's not a money thing, but it kind of is. Because at the end of the day, if I would be willing to do that for you, you know, the $300 seed that you sold, you're going to get that back. Just because of the fact that, it, it, you know, like you always say, like, oh, it's a test. It wasn't a test. I just wanted to be able to say that you did something, right, other than fuck me and feed me. That's it. Yeah, we had little gifts. You know, he got. You know, I got little gifts here and there. No problem. You know, I would never say I didn't in trips and things like that. But I paid too, right? So at the end of the day, this isn't part of the fucking book. That's not. That's not how the book reads. I could send you a book that tells you exactly how the shit is supposed to go. This is gorilla pimp season. This is not chili pimp. You understand what I'm saying? So you think that you know the streets and you know whatever, whatever, motherfucker, I'm older than you. I've been around for a long time and watch people get deteriorated and watch cats like you get shit fucked up and watch cats like you get bitches clapped, okay, because you didn't realize how bad it was going to hurt the next chick that you did what you did. I'm not for the shits. You understand what I'm saying? A motherfucker coming to my doorstep, you asking to lay down or go to sleep. Dirt nap. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying you don't understand how dangerous it is that I know where you live. She works, everything like that. So it's by the pure grace of God and out of the fact that I care for you that I don't blow your shit up because I feel like we better than that. I feel like it's going to come out anyway because you messy and you didn't give a fuck. You didn't try to hide me. You never try to hide me. I'll, I'll say that because it wouldn't work, but I, I'll say that. But at the end of the day, everybody's getting hurt. So I would just rather take my hurt and pain and walk away from the fucking situation because, I mean, this is a cat that has hurt me. Because I just can't believe you fucking lied. Like, of all the people, like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to lie, Craig. You know what I'm saying? But it's just it's pure selfishness, and love is not selfish. It's selfless. And so if you can't be selfless, you put a damper on what it is that I can do within the relationship. Because I'm ride or die for real. You know, oh, he didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who did it. He didn't do it. He's with me. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's that's where I'm at, and I can't do that for you because you wouldn't do it for me. You're so busy trying to protect somebody else's feelings, you're not really a real dude. So, unfortunately, that situation had to dissolve. So, from December 3rd, this isn't like I just woke up and thought, like, oh, you know, so that plus being called a whore and being called a hoe and bitch and every other name in the book that you call when you get mad. I've also had a show prior to me being even and, and intertwine with you where it was, you know, you have to be careful what people say when they're mad because they usually mean it. You know, so me regurgitating your situations of your childhood that might make you act the way that you do, which is no excuse, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. You can't call people bitches, whores, and I hate you, and I don't want to do this, and I hope somebody shoots you in your head and all type of crazy shit. This is shit that you say. You understand? So you can't talk to me like that. Who the fuck are you talking to? You know, so in the end, it was a situation. It had to go. Um, you know, it's no love lost. You know, so if you truly say that you, you love somebody and whatever, whatever, then the love should still be there. Go handle your shit. It's no different than somebody being on drugs or somebody going to jail. The love shouldn't change. The person was the same. The love shouldn't change. If you was really who the fuck you said you was and really was doing what you said you was going to do and feeling the way that you was feeling, it shouldn't matter that I'd let you go back to the streets, be single, you slap whatever skins the fuck you want to slap. Of course, I'm going to hear about it, be disgusted, and it's going to add to the list of reasons why I don't fuck with you. But at least you left clean. 
we don't hate each other, there's no bad blood, I don't got nothing bad to say about you, because you're not going to be able to get out of this situation as clean as you think that you are. So I'm going to leave y'all with my K. Michelle joint. Love this song. It rings true on so many levels. Thank you, Wood Gatlin, for being on the show. Thank you, ladies, for fucking 20 questioning me. Can't wait to hear some of your responses. I'm going to leave y'all with the K. Michelle. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.